The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Uh, but this is a rough one. This is terrible. Uh, one of the biggest spreads in the week, and you come out and you get the L on the road. You stack bad on bad on bad on bad, and it costs you a game. Uh, your rookie kicker, yeah, lays a dud. I don't care that much about the 54-yard field goal missed in the weather. That's fine. 41, that's just all up here mental. Brock Purdy looked absolutely terrible. Did what he needed to do late to give the team a chance. Terrible game. Brandon Ayuk, worst game of his pro career. But again, did enough to try to bail the team out late. Not enough. Shanahan, terrible play calling for the entire second half until the two-minute th- drill. Not enough. And so when you stack bad performances on bad performances on bad performances, this is what you get. You know, I've been saying all, all year, this team's not going 17-0 and and winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl is still well in the reach, and we'll talk about the NFC West and all these other things. It's a wake-up call. Not, I, I mean, bad games are going to happen, and you're going to have down times, but you can't just lay a freaking egg for three consecutive quarters and expect to come out and win. You still should have won. You played the worst possible game on offense. Uh, Special teams was pretty good, except for the field goal unit and the penalties. Defense was incredible. Defense was lights out the whole damn game. The whole damn game. It really, really was. The offense kept, you, you know, not giving them an opportunity to get good field position, all those different things. Defense did everything that needed to win. Every single thing that they need to do to win. That interception late, the sack late, the tackle for losses late. Stop, 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 stop. Defense did their job. Offense, this one goes on them. You know, the comments and the comments all week have been, wow, we finally have a better offense than we do a defense. Not true. It's not true. And we can talk about injuries. We're going to dive into all those things. We're going to get to a lot of your comments. Clayton, the man is behind the scenes. So star as many as you can. Clayton, let's spend some time. You know, we we always crown these shows. Celebration or therapy. And right there, RTP. It's therapy. And for the 49ers and for us, it's needed. Because you just crapped the bed. And RTP says better now than late February or January, you're going to have a bad game. So you got to figure out why that is. And so we're going to go through all of it. I'm pissed. I mean, you did so much. (laughs) You did so much to give this game away. And I thought Shanahan had his worst game I've seen in years um, by far. But, and, you know, I, I hate that I have to put these butts out there. You did enough to win the game. But you left the margin of error so damn small that you allowed the refs to impact the game. Worst officiated game in the NFL this this year by a wide margin. But the age-old adage, and you know, as a coach, this was my axiom all the time because you know you're coaching high school games and the parents get mad and any penalty and their kids never commit issues, whatever else. Don't care about any of those things. If you let the game be decided by the refs, that's your fault. You got to take care of things on your own. Niners definitely didn't do that. Did the refs play a huge factor in this game? Yes, they did. But that's your fault. That's your fault. You let it be close. 
You allowed your team to get pushed out of not once, but two field goal opportunities in the first uh, in the first half, twice. You one of those, you're good. You won the game. Every opportunity was there for the 49ers. They just crapped the bed. And, and again, I, I I'm going to continue to say this. Chris, thank you for the super chat. He says, "Say it, John." I haven't, I haven't used this word in a while. Abysmal. Learn, heal, move forward. And, man, I have very well said. It's abysmal. I, I've not been saying that. I mean, this team's been so damn good. But I, I'm sorry. Brandon Ayuk sucked. He sucked. He was terrible. You've got CMC and Debo go down. We'll talk about the injuries. We'll talk about the injuries. You get the opportunity to be the main focus. And you just, you pissed down your leg. That was the worst Brandon Ayuk game in the history of his career. You're in a contract year. You're talking, and I love Brandon Ayuk. But I'm going to be real. Everybody says, oh, I'm too positive, whatever else. No, no, no. I'm being honest with you right now. Brandon Ayuk sucked. Ten targets, four catches, three drops. Your quarterback was terrible, couldn't throw the ball in the rain. But the two good passes that he had, Ayuk dropped them both. Like, help your quarterback that's struggling. Help your offense that's struggling. You want to be the guy, be the guy. And what did you do? You absolutely sucked. The interception play that was a terrible pass from Purdy, Ayuk just quit after the play. He quit. He didn't even run. I'll show you in the film. He just, he was pissed. And being mad's 100% cool. Would he have made the tackle? Probably not. But that's like Dallas Cowboy front runner shit right there. And I apologize for my language. We're going to let it fly today. So um, I'm upset. You're upset. We're going to have a therapy session. Cuss words are going to be happening so we can bring it. Not not too concerned about that. Like, get it off your chest game. That's what it is. And even as a coach, you know, you the game's over. You get the team together. You got to talk to the team. And that's what Shanahan's got to do right now. And you tell your team. And I've been on, I've been on these sides. I've been on the winning side of those and the losing side of those. And you tell them. You just be honest. This sucks. This is our fault. You should be pissed off. You should be pissed off at yourself. You should be pissed off that you let your team down. Suck it up. Be pissed so that you're not in this position again. Wake-up call maybe was needed. I don't know. This was just awful. It was awful. And you still almost won. That's the weird thing about it. You know what I mean? Like, you look at it and you're like, all right, we sucked. We absolutely sucked. Not defensively. Defense was badass the entire time. On par the entire time. Defense was great. Forcing turnovers, sacks, tackle for losses, doing everything. The refs, dog shit. Dog shit. Terrible. Terrible. But it's not their fault. It's your fault for allowing it to be that close that they have an impact. And that's what upsets me. That's what upsets me. Kyle Shanahan, terrible. Why do we continue running the ball up the middle when we had zero success there? You run the ball outside, the tackles, success the entire game. You went four straight three and outs on offense. And your defense is going to get tired whenever that happens. It's going to get tired. The levees break. I thought it would happen to the other team. It happened to us because our offense was just so inept. And I, there's several reasons for why the offense was so inept. Let's talk injuries. You can handle a Debo injury you can handle a cmc injury you can't handle both you, you know whatever cmc stepped in last year and everybody was like man cmc kind of makes debo expendable i never really thought that but both those guys provide that wild card type you know playmaking ability to where the play can be shut down and they can call the right defense but you still kill them you lose both of those, we lost the playmaking ability, and Ayuk did not deliver. Ayuk, this was the game Ayuk had to step up. This was it. You relied on him. He got 10 targets. He didn't do it. But at the same time, he did do it at the end of the game. And that was one of the biggest plays ever. Um, Mooney is not money. Rest didn't help. Bad game. Roberto Davis, thanks for the super chat. Yeah, Mooney was terrible. We knew this moment would come. He was perfect before this. I don't care about the 54-yard miss. I don't care. And, you know, they said, the announcers, his furthest made field goal in warm-ups was 53 yards. 
You gave them the opportunity for 54. When was that like, you know, 15 to 18 miles per hour? Aaron Andrews did her report on the sideline right after that. And you could see it was very, very windy. Um, he just pushed it, but whatever. I don't care about that. The 41 yarder, 1000% on the rookie. He wet the bed. Um, terrible. Lost the game. Lost the game. Um, now, Tommy, I wouldn't go this far. He says, Moody is trash. You need to help your team win. I do agree that you need to help your team win. And, you know, I'd never believe in drafting kickers or punters. I think that's a horrible use of resources, and I still stand by that. But I don't put this on Moody. I'm sorry. I, I don't. I put it on Kyle Shanahan. You know, you ran the ball up the middle late, got that huge run, and then you just squatted on the ball for 20 seconds. Why not call the same damn play? Get two more yards. Get three more yards. Do something, then call your timeout. He was just fine with the 41-yard field goal, which with a rookie kicker, I don't know. Uh, and, you know, kickers make up two to three wins or losses a year. No game was determined, and that's the thing with Moody. He's been perfect up till now. Well, you've blown every single team out. There's been no pressure. There's been no pressure. First time you're in a pressure situation, what do you do? You piss down your leg. Now, kickers, their psyche, oh, it's a whole different thing. We saw what happened in the preseason with Moody and all the missed field goals and stacking bad on bad on bad and being ice and all that stuff. Yeah, he, he got to do something. You, you got to do something. I don't I don't put this game on Moody, but even as bad as the game was, you still had the opportunity to win the game. What's that got to be like an 80% make and you missed it? Hey, yeah, I, I mean, now this dude has to live up to the stigma. Now Kyle Shanahan has to answer, you know, interview questions about the kicker. It, it's a thing now. You put that on tape. That you can't be trusted in these situations. Now you have to overcome that. I hate that. David Walner says, ouch, go Cowboys. No 49ers clothing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cowboys play Monday night. Whatever. They're, they're, they're whatever. And, you know, we had a letdown game. Not great. What a difference Dre Greenlaw makes. What a difference Dre Greenlaw makes. If we just look at, you know, just the stats of the game itself. They gained 334 yards offense. We had 215. I, I, I don't know, man. They rushed for 160 yards. That's the problem. That's the problem. Uh, we rushed for 108. Didn't help that we had all these guys hurt. Didn't help that Shanahan kept calling run up the middle. Didn't help all those things. Big Papa, I love it. He says, stay faithful. Yeah, there's bumps and bruises down the road. You're a 5-1 and one football team. That sucks. That's actually really, really good. I would have taken 5-1. on one. I, I would have taken it. If somebody would have asked me, hey, we'll be 5-1, and one, and your only loss is to a non-conference opponent. Mm. Yeah, I'd take that. I would take that. And the Niners are right where they want to be. Long term, they're where they want to be. And we're going to talk about the main concerns. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But... Seattle Seahawks lost. They, they lost. 
Um, and so you still keep you still keep the division lead. It's like nothing happened. You're still up a full game and a half because they already had their bye week. So you didn't lose anything there. The Eagles are playing now. We'll see. But we play the Eagles later this year. Conference records and all that stuff. There's not going to be an undefeated team this year. And the Eagles have had four games just like what we had, except they won at the end. We did not. We did not. Clayton, will you put that one back up there? I, I, I want to see that one because I thought it was a good comment. Um, and so, man, Lane Johnson, I'm seeing is hurt now, um, you know, on, on the side. So, you know, we, we lost Trent Williams. He came right back in, got rolled up on by his own guy. Uh, John Paul says this, I hate to lose, but considering injuries, refs, I don't feel terrible about it. Browns deserve a little credit. They do. Um, defensively, the Browns did everything they needed to do. And, and, you know, we make fun of Dallas because they were the number one defense and you put 42 on them. Hey, Cleveland Browns held, held us to 17 points. We scored 30 points or more every single game this year. We scored 17. So you got to give them credit. What was the issue? Play calling, Brock Purdy, Brandon Ayuk, injuries. Okay, so let's break those down. Brock Purdy sucked. Brock Purdy was terrible. Brock Purdy looked panicked. Brock Purdy had no mindset of the clock or game situations. Brock Purdy, you know, you know could not deliver a clean ball. The small hands and all those things and the intangibles matter whenever the ball is wet. We haven't seen that with him yet for the 49ers, you know, in this short amount of time. He looked terrible. Now, does that mean he's a terrible quarterback? No. Brock's awesome. Yeah, like, but I did not have a lot of faith that last drive, and I don't think a lot of you did either. Got bailed out by a penalty, and then he hit a couple really nice throws. The the slant to Ayuk for all those yards was awesome. The quick throw out to Jennings I thought was incredible, and the Niners were just satisfied with that. Didn't try to go for any more. Oh, we got the game. 41-yard field goal. It's done. You've got 30-plus seconds at a timeout, and we just burn the clock down and take a timeout. I hated that, man. I hated that. I couldn't stand it. Um, net, why be satisfied? Be aggressive. Keep running the ball. Two more yards is two more yards. And Shanahan just like took a deep sigh. It was like, all right, we'll move on. But let's talk Brock Purdy, okay? 12 of 27. Below 50% accuracy. I would say five turnover-worthy plays out of the 27. Terrible. Just dog crap, man. By far the worst game he's ever had as a college athlete or as an NFL quarterback. His only touchdown pass was an underhand flip on a screenplay to CMC. Finished with a 55.3 rating, barely beat out P.J. Walker, 45.2, who threw two interceptions, two sacks. Brock got sacked three times. He couldn't identify the unblocked defender. That's always on the quarterback. Unblocked defenders on the quarterback. Couldn't get the ball out, didn't throw it away fast enough, tried to hold on to it, kept getting sacked or intentional grounding over and over and over again, and just, you know, no awareness of the clock. You're up. You know, my biggest complaint where I just got beyond pissed off. You get the ball, and this is Shanahan and Purdy together. I, I thought they they missed this one here. At the end of the game, you're up, right? You're up two points or whatever it was. It don't matter. You're up. You get the ball, and you run three straight plays where you stop the clock on your own and ran 25 seconds off the clock. 25 seconds off the clock in three plays. Brock Purdy, try, you try to do a sprint out, unblocked defender on the edge. Brock Purdy, you know, tries to throw it away, which if he did throw it away, that's okay because you don't lose yards. But instead, he waited to try to make a play and then, you know, went to get sacked and it turned out to be intentional grounding. So then you lose the yards and you stop the clock. That was a huge problem. That's 35 seconds or a timeout that they lost. Second play. You throw an out route to Ayuk. He catches the ball and walks out of bounds. Stop the clock again. You're up. You have the lead. You're trying to milk the clock. Third play, you go out there and the same thing again. It just throws the ball away. Just throws it away. Stops the clock. You could have just slid. You could have done anything. Clock would have kept running. Like, it was just like football one-on-one, man. Like, Shanahan and Purdy have no clue the game situation they're in. 
and, and it was just like, golly, you you ice the game. You have the lead. You got Jordan Mason, the closer. The closer. Try something that's going to work. Right there, TK, we should have ran Mason. Down their throat and close the game. That's what he's there for. That's his specialty. And every time he got the opportunity, he actually looked pretty damn good. Do you know how many yards per carry Jordan Mason had though on the game? 5.4. 5.4. Didn't even give him a chance. Didn't even give him a chance. That's what he is built for. That's what your O-line is built for. Not right up the middle, which never worked this whole damn game. Get him on the edge. It worked all damn game. And you didn't give anybody a chance. You didn't give him a chance. It, it was just it was terrible, man. Brock Purdy can't grip the ball. That's a problem. I mean, every single coach, Kyle Shanahan's talked about this, how they practice. You know, they dunk the ball. They have a big old tub full of water out there. You dunk the ball. You snap the ball. And you're throwing this wet ball continuously. That dude had about five straight passes that just slipped out of his hand. Obviously, the fumbled pass right before the half would have been a field goal. Would have been enough to win. Would have been enough. David, uh, appreciate the super chat. He says, Greenlaw not playing was felt and seen. I, I don't understand why people still don't understand what 5-7 is to this team. Fred Warner was awesome. The interception. We got no points off that interception. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? He returned it to the 25, and we had back-to-back -back negative plays, and we didn't even get a freaking field goal out of it. Trash. That's not complimentary football. That's not who the Niners have been. And so whenever you have all these things that are just not who you are, and stack them all up, Ayuk having a bad game, you can overcome. Purdy having a bad game, you can overcome. Your kicker having a bad game, you can overcome. Shanahan having a bad game you can overcome against a bad team like what you played today. All of those things stacked with the refs on top of it that you, you saw the fault line. You saw the, the point of no return of what the 49ers can't overcome. The 49ers are a better team than what we saw today. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. You do have to give the Browns credit. Their defense did their job. I mean, four straight three and outs is pretty damn impressive against this Niners offense that is so incredible. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not giving up on Purdy. Obviously not Ayuk. Bad games happen. But, man, there there was a point during that game, and I'm just admitting my own over-emotional self here, where I was like, God, those damn Kirk Cousins rumors are about to come back. Like, I, I was so happy because I thought we were out of the woods. I thought we were done with that. And now I'm just like, oh, no. Like, Brock Purdy just gave doubt to everything out there. Like, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, I guarantee you, is not happy with the way Brock Purdy played. Brock Purdy's not happy with the way Brock Purdy played. The 49ers offense isn't happy with what Brock Purdy put out there. Now, he's been stellar, and he finally lost the game that he finished, and you lost the big reason why you lost was because of him. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I'm not giving up on Brock Purdy. I'm just saying you allowed space for doubt to creep in. And all those people that have doubted Brock Purdy and have criticized, 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 you just gave them everything they ever wanted. And that's all you're going to hear this week. Like any idea of Brock Purdy being an MVP, that's done. D-U-N. You shat the bed, buddy. Like that's over. So now what you have to do is you got to climb out. Now Purdy's done that his entire career. And I love Brock Purdy. but. I don't know. If I ask you guys, on a scale of 100, what is your level of confidence in Brock Purdy to bring a Super Bowl to this team? What comes to mind? What number? Because I was probably at like a 95. Now I'm at like an 87? 84? I don't know. He looked, he looked scared. He looks, he looked scared. And, and I don't, and Elijah, he struggled because... Um, the number one defense, I think, is what you're trying to say. Thank you, Elijah, for your comment. Yeah, but I don't think that he struggled because of the number one defense. I think he struggled because he couldn't grip the ball. That's huge. You're going to play in more rain games. You are. I think he struggled because he was in a kind of a panic state, which is the first time I've ever seen him like that. First, I mean, just he was making terrible choices repeatedly.
right? Brock is who he is because he's calm, cool, collected, poised, and just as unflappable. He was he was he was flapped today, right? So if that's going to be the case, you're going to play other great defenses. You are. You got the Eagles on your schedule. And you're not going to play this defense again unless they make it to the Super Bowl. That's not going to be a thing. Uh, double down, Dom. What's up? Thanks for the super chat. Brock look ordinary for not having his weapons, right? And so again, back to the these narratives that have been out there. Not that I agree with all of them, but Brock is a quote unquote product of the system, and he's a product of all these elite tools around him. Well, you lost two tools, right? Debo and CMC, and you looked beyond ordinary. You have to overcome those things now. But again, if I'm playing devil's advocate, he did everything that was needed to do to win the game late. But that's not how it's going to be remembered. That's not the way sports stories go because you didn't do it. Yeah, you put your teammate, Jake Moody, in an opportunity to win this game. He didn't deliver. Jake Moody makes that kick. Does the narrative on Brock change to, yeah, Brock was bad, but he did enough? Because I don't think that's going to be the story. And, you know, you can talk about the weather. I'm sorry, man. I don't know how much of that had to do with the wind. That dude was behind every, almost every single other throw, which he had a 50% below 50% completion percentage. I I, I don't know. It, it, it's one game, and I think that's huge. But you also can't just discount it. You can't discount this. Like, you got to look at what they put up there against an elite defense. You have to. Uh, CA for DC. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Screen speed us all game. Mediocre defensive performance against third string quarterback and below average offense. O line weak. Purdy rattled. Man, I'll say this: I screens weren't going to beat you. And yeah, they did a whole bunch of screens, but. You forced two turnovers. You got two sacks. Their quarterback had a 45.2. The only plays that they actually had that were huge explosives, Demo got tripped up on one that's going to happen in the NFL, right? Uh, shout out to Oren Burks for chasing that down. That was a heroic, heroic freaking play. They still scored the touchdown there. Then they had the lob pass where Charveris Ward had perfect coverage. And shout, shout out to Amari Cooper. Made a freak catch. That was incredible. Outside of that, I don't know, man. Um, screen, screen, screens, draw, draw, draw. I feel like the 49ers defensive philosophy was, you know, don't give up the explosives. We're going to get the turnover. And you did. You forced two turnovers. You ask anybody, hey, the 49ers are going to force two interceptions this game. I would have said they won by 17. I, I don't blame this game on the defense at all. Did they run the ball better than you wanted them to? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And so I, I I don't I don't know if I want to put this on the defense. I'm sorry. I don't. I do not. You hold the team to all those things and the refs, whatever else, but literally you put you got an interception down to the eight yard line. You got a one play touchdown. That's points all created by the defense. You get another interception, you return it to the twenty five and you get zero points. You gave the offense the ball on the eight-yard line and the 25, and all they got out of that was seven points. I don't put this on defense. Am I crazy? Am I the only one thinking that way? Daryl, appreciate the super chat. He says, Niners just got a wake-up call. Um, yeah, hope they do. Yeah. Guess what? You play a Monday night football against the Vikings. Another bad football team. Not near the good defense. Completely different makeup than what you just saw today. But Kirk Cousins is better than P.J. Walker. Let's just be honest. They got a lot more offensive weapons over there. Their defense is pretty bad. I don't know. I, I think the these things happen in the NFL. And teams get tested by lesser opponents on the road in bad weather. That's what it is. You didn't pass the test. So... How do you handle this if you're the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan? Do you rally and improve? That's what we're going to have to see. Because the good news is you get one extra day because it's a Monday night football game. That's huge. And 
you know, I, I got to say, shout out, you know, this is the, you know, one of the few games that we did not make it to, the 49ers rush road trip and all that stuff. You could hear the defense chants from Niners fans, the faithful that were there. And so, man, that, that was incredible. Now, next week, y'all y'all all better be there. We're, we're going to be there. 49ers rush road trip's going to be. We're going to be at the Union rooftop the day before. So it's a Sunday party from 2 to 5 p.m., uh, it's right next to Tom's where the official invasion is. Once their party ends, come over, hang out with us one block away. Going to be awesome. Trivia, you know, giveaways, all that stuff. We've got the tailgate set up for you in the purple lot right next to the stadium. Head over to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Get your tickets. Come out. Party with the faithful. Uh, we're going to be there. It's going to be incredible. Again, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Tickets are up now. Tickets prices will go up um, later this week. So right now it's the cheapest they will be for those things. Unlimited beer, drinks, food, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you guys know what we do. And they need us. Like, I fully expect that crowd next Monday to be pretty close to a 60-40 split, maybe even more so red versus purple. And we need to show up. This, this fan base does show up. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, you, you look at where this game got away. And I'm curious what y'all have to say. What was the number one issue for you? Well, if you could just put your finger on one thing that caused this game to end up the way that it did, that's what I want to see, right? Right here. Um, you know, <laughs> Jason. We coached super scared today. I was shocked to see Kyle so afraid today. He was. And then he went, whenever it got weird, he went pass, 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 just like he always does. And it's just like, oh, gosh, man. I, I thought we were past this. I thought we were past this. It's a one-possession game. You're up. You're either up or down within three points, and you're panicking, pass, 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 with a quarterback that is rattled. I don't like that. We saw it with Jimmy. We saw it with Mullins. We saw it with Bethard. We saw it with Hoyer. We've seen it with Ryan. This is Shanahan's MO. I love Kyle Shanahan. Like, these are just criticisms that have happened over and over again. I'm not saying I want Shanahan gone. I, I love Brock Purdy. I love all these guys. Brandon Ayuk's one of my favorite players in the NFL, maybe of all time. I love that dude. Doesn't mean that they played well or did a good job. Kyle Shanahan did a bad job today. He had a scripted play. He goes out there. Opening drive, drives down the field, looks incredible. After that, wet down his leg. Lost CMC, lost Debo. Debo went out in the first. CMC went out at halftime. Came back one play, and it was just like, nope. And you hope that you get him back. You know, we'll see. Shoulder issue. You've got, I don't know, CMC oblique issue. You got to get one back. You got to get one back. Um, let's see, let's get to some more of these, you know, reasons why I, I want one reason why you think the game ended the way that it did. Ken says, if you're going to blame Purdy, then blame CMC for all the tackle for losses. People are dumb. It was the old line. I think running the ball up the middle old line was doing great on the edge. Dalvin Tomlinson baptized Jake Brindle about 15 times. We'll go through the film. We'll see that CMC getting tackled. You know, I, I see what you're saying. You're saying it was all the. People that were, you know, getting pressure up the middle. But, man, those passes were behind everybody. Did the interior offensive line play well? No. I'm not saying that they did. And Colton McKivitz had a lot of really bad run blocks. I thought he did pretty good in pass pro. But, again, we'll see the film once we get the behind angle. But why not run the ball outside? Every time you ran the ball outside, good things happened. All game. And we went away from it for a quarter. We had a quarter straight where we didn't even try to run the ball outside the tackle. Up the middle, up the middle, up the middle. Bad pass, bad pass, bad pass. That was weird to me. Roberto, reason we lost. O-line incapable of run or pass blockings. Uh, McKivitz looked like a turnstile. Yeah, he had some bad plays that were, it was just like, eesh. But I, I, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they got three sacks for 18 yards. We got two sacks for 18 yards. Um, let's see. Their tackle for losses, I think that's kind of the big one. They had five tackle for losses. Yeah, we had six. You know, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. You look at Jeremiah Wusu koromora he was blitzing off the edge, and we kept running right to wherever six was. I was like, why Why are you sprinting out to where their most athletic blitzer is? And we just kept doing it over and over again. He got three tackles for loss. Um, Ork Ronku, inside guy tackle for loss. 
and uh, McLeod, their linebacker tackle for loss. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, And we'll go through the tape. We'll go through every single play. We put that up on the 49ersrush.com. We put that up on our Patreon channel. That'd be there. Oscar, starts at the top. Kyle had no alternate plan. I agree there. I agree there. Whenever he gets flustered, you know, we talk about the quarterback looked flustered. Kyle looked flustered, too. And whenever he gets flustered, pass, pass, pass. Like, I just don't understand. Like, just stick with the run game. Like, the run game was working. We averaged 4.3 yards per rush. That It's a one-possession game. Keep running the damn ball. Like, everybody was positive. Christian McCaffrey, who they were loaded up against, 3.9 yards per rush. Jordan Mason, 5.4. Ray Ray, 11.5. Yeah, Debo went out. All the Debo plays were still open. Ray Ray was doing just fine out there. Debo, five and a half. Brock Purdy, 2.3. Elijah Mitchell, negative 1.5. Elijah Mitchell had a chance. That dude is done. Anybody who thought, you know, I, I was shocked to see Elijah Mitchell being activated. Thankfully, we had him, I guess. I would have preferred TDP out there. You know, I don't know how healthy he is. One day of practice goes out there. Two rush attempts for negative three yards. That's awful. And then they pulled him. And then it was like Jordan Mason or bust. I don't know what to do with Elijah Mitchell, man. Um, I was scratching my head at uh, Mitchell being in over Mason. Mason got in first, got the first carries. But then Kyle was like, all right, let's go with Mitchell. And he got a couple drives. And then he was like, nope, he had a bad pass pro, two tackle for loss. And it was just like, nope, get him out. Um, but maybe this is the type of game that can galvanize a team. You know, we always said 49ers start slow. You go out 5-0. and You lose to way overpowered team, and you you lost, okay? Like, that's the thing. Like, Niners lost this game. Credit to the Browns. We're not a Brown show. I don't care. The way I'm handling this as a coach, and this is the way I approach, approach the show, how I talk to my team, we beat ourselves. We beat ourselves. Penalties, you started four consecutive possessions on offense with a negative play to start the drive, whether that was a penalty, a sack, a tackle for loss, or something. Four consecutive drives. We beat ourselves. We turned the ball over. We didn't protect it. We missed field goals. We had ridiculous amount of penalties. Yes, the ref sucks. We still had a ridiculous amount of penalties. We, 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 right? So if I'm coaching us, it's all about what we got to do. I don't care what they did. We'll fix that on the board and film. That's the coach's job. We lost this game. Brandon Ayuk lost this game with all the drops. Brock Purdy lost this game with all the bad passes. The kicker lost this game with the kick. The coach lost this game with a bad plan and no adjustments. The old line lost this game with, yeah, letting all those negative plays happen. The defense Defense did their damn job, man. I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at the defense. Maybe you should have been tighter against the screen game, but you kept everything in front of you, which was the exact damn game plan. Steve Wilkes did everything that they wanted them to do. Offense and special teams let them down. You can't lose two out of three of the phases of the game and expect to win on the road in the bad weather. That There it is. Um, and so... I think that's huge. And Shanahan said everyone was the reason, including him. That's great. Take a responsibility. It was a bad game. Does this mean the Niners are done for the year? God, no. God, no. I don't even think that our Super Bowl chances are going to really take a dip. If you got bad news on an injury with Debo or CMC, perhaps. But I don't think we're even at that point. I don't think we're there. Um, Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll have to see what that looks like. Uh, can we talk about Gregory? First game fired. Two huge plays. Might have got 15 snaps. You know, I have to see what the um, the snap log was and go through all that stuff. He had his first sack in his first game, and he had a huge tackle for loss in the fourth quarter. Gregory looked the part. I thought Gregory and Cleveland Farrell had his best game. Drake Jackson still sucks, man. Um, he had one good game. Drake Jackson has had five bad games in a row. Again, the film might tell a different story, and I really hope it does because he's so promising. Drake Jackson has had zero effect in any game since the very first game. That was it. And so I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know. I really wish we could just flop, <laughs> flip, you know, the 
the the snap counts. I want Drake Jackson to get 10 snaps, and I want the rest to go to Randy Gregory. I, I And Cleveland Farrell, his role shouldn't change. Had it by far his best game. Was it a great game? No, but he made an impact in a positive way. Drake Jackson's been, that dude's a ghost. He just disappeared. Uh, Thomas, what's up, Thomas? He says, if me, the biggest Purdy skeptic, isn't down, neither should y'all. Everything has been picture perfect for him. Now he'll have a chance to bounce back and prove me wrong. Let him earn it. I would argue I think he has earned a lot. Yeah, this game was bad. But again, I keep in the back of my head, man, he did everything to win the game at the end. That should have been a fourth quarter comeback. That should have been a game-winning drive. He did what was needed late. You just had that two-quarter hiatus. And yeah, I still have faith in Brock Purdy. Um, do I think he's going to win the MVP? Nope. <laughs> that That's done. Um, that, that That's done. Uh, and so that one's out. So, so we'll have to see what that looks like. But yeah, that, that one's done. Um, DJ says, man, where was Ronnie Bell in the game? Yeah, that's weird. Why is someone who is a playmaker not in the game, especially when Debo's out? Well, here's the thing. Ronnie Bell is Brandon Ayuk's backup. Ray Ray McLeod is Debo's backup. That's just the way it goes. So when Ronnie Bell had his game, Ayuk was out. When Debo had his game, Ray Ray McLeod's in. So that's the whole idea. My situation was like, why is Ronnie Bell not out there at punt gunner? If you're not even going to use him on offense, he's incredible. We keep getting these damn penalties over and over and over again. Ambry Thomas, Ambry Thomas is awful, man. That dude, he is awful. Now he did come in in the fourth quarter after Demo had cramps and played really, really well. But uh, here we go. Ishmael said Debo's x-ray just came in negative. So it's going to be a shoulder strain, something along those lines. We'll see how they're going to proceed with that because if you look at the schedule, you got two games in a bye week. You got Monday night football, so he gets an extra day of rest. That's huge. But then you've got a short week where you have the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Do you just say, hey, chill out, take two weeks, get fully healed. We'll use the extra bye week. You come in three weeks off. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what that looks like. Um, but, yeah, great news so far. Oblique injury for CMC. You, you can see him stretching everything and getting out there. And, you know, he even got one more carry before he ran straight to the locker room. And it was just like, you know what? Let's, let's shut him down. Next man up. And, you know, next time TDP will be active. If CMC's out, it should go Jordan Mason. That's clear. Elijah Mitchell TDP, we'll have to see who wants it next. You know, next man up mentality. I, I believe in that from, you know, just, just kind of who we are. Like, that's just a coaching. That's who we're going to be because injuries are going to happen. And we got it got a scare when Trent Williams went down, but Trent Williams is so damn tough. Missed one series, got back out there, and he played well. We didn't hear a lot of Miles Garrett. And so, you know, we want to talk about the old line. W was Trent Williams perfect? No, he had a penalty. That was a real nah, – I didn't like that call at all. Um I think that's kind of the thing. Now, here's what's crazy. You know, I'm looking at all the bets that, that we made, and I think we did okay somehow, which is crazy. And if you haven't bet with us, uh, I can't believe this, but, you know, I'm going to have to go through all the numbers. But I think we actually might have posted a small profit even with the Niners losing. If you haven't bet with us this year, you're missing out. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. 
Now, I, I'll say this, you know, uh, just real quick reminder. We've got a Zoom hangout tonight, um, which could not have come at a better time. And so if you want to come hang out, I get to listen to you guys. You want to get some stuff off your chest. That's tonight at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, those links are shared on the 49ersrush.com, Jerry Rice tearing up, and our Patreon page, Jerry Rice tearing up. So uh, we're going to get together for about an hour. And I want to listen to you guys. This is your chance to kind of meet people and get to know people virtually, bringing people together and all those things. I, I want to see what's going to happen there because I'm sure there are some things that I'm missing that we need to hit up. B because, man, here's what's weird. There were a lot of bright spots today. Oren Burks was incredible. Demo had a hell of a game. Yeah, he had the cramps late, whatever else. Uh, Fred Warner is playing defensive player of the year level play. Uh, the amount of hustle from the defensive line was awesome. Chasing down those screens was great. Uh, offensively, it's hard to find. But Jordan Mason's the real deal. You know, I feel like we all knew that. Jennings went two of four. You know, he had four targets, two catches, huge catches. I, I don't know. Yeah, why was George Kittle not even targeted? You know, he had two targets, one catch for one yard. I understand one of those got called back after a penalty. But, like, yeah, there's just question marks, but it's not all bad. The film's never as good as you think it is or as bad as you think it is. It's usually somewhere in between. And we're going to go through every single play, offensively, defensively, special teams, you know, on the 49ersrush.com. We'll break it all down throughout this week. No doubt about that. But, you know, it's there are positives, but there are a lot of negatives, and we're not used to the negatives. And if you would have made that field goal at the end, then addressing those negatives is so much easier from a 6-0 and standpoint, winning on the road, all that stuff. You miss the field goal, and that's rough. Mitch Wisnowski, holy cow, that dude might be up for punter of the year. He is dominating. Mitch Wisnowski is a hell of a punter. This is the best year by far he's ever had. Very, very consistent. And continued to put the Niners' defense in a perfect position. Um, really, really excited about that. We, I wish we could focus on the amazing fourth quarter comeback from Brock Purdy and this team and offensively and all those things. But we don't get to do that because you missed the field goal. Yeah, Nick, 49ers L. That's what happened. At the end of the day, you got to win or lose the game. You lost to an overmatched team. Phil, my man, um, look forward to hanging out later tonight. He says, this is our first game where the Zebras have gotten in the game, and this is the first game where injuries played a significant role. Well said. Stacking those two things on top of each other seemed to be the issue, one of the issues. There's lots of issues. But again, yeah, the rest were terrible. They were absolutely – the play where at the end of the first half, you know, Isaiah Oliver played awesome. Gets in there, gets a strip sack. They ruled the, it was a forward pass. The ball didn't even go forward. The ball went laterally. So at worst, should have been a lateral and live ball, but whatever. They even reviewed it and still got it wrong. NFL is just a joke when it comes to officiating. I don't know why it's so hard to look at these things and just be like, oh, this is obviously not what they said it was. Very, very simple. But they always just stick with whatever's called unless it's clear and obvious. You put way too much weight on the officials. I mean, there was one point, the rest were bad for both teams. They measured... A uh, first day, the, they brought the sticks out. Why are we still using sticks in 2023? That's stupid. There's a GPS tracker on the ball. You should be able to figure it out. They measured it, and this helped the 49ers. This is how bad the officials were. They put the chain down. The ball was past the chain, and the ref goes like this. Like it was just like y'all are just terrible at your job. It, it was awful, and you can't let them be you know that effective in a game but they did most penalty yards and most penalties called all year long and was it a sloppy game sure but not that sloppy refs shoved their freaking fat faces and i've got a fat face myself right into this game and wanted to be a factor and they sucked for both teams but yeah they definitely sucked more for us <laughs> i mean that you know that that late hit against Tayshawn Gibson game should have been over right there. It would have been fourth and like fifteen. That was a terrible call. That was a terrible call. Didn't even touch his head or neck area. You even let up and tried to get to the side, which he did. Yeah, it was terrible. But you got to overcome that. You have all these bad things that allow the space 
for refs to make an impact in the game, they're going to. That's their nature. People like the big screen. They want to be up there. And the refs sure as hell went in there. And so it's rough. Now you get to go play, and you get to lick your wounds. You get to go play a terrible Minnesota team. They're dog trash. That's a terrible team that's tanking without knowing they're tanking. They won today against the Bears. I think the Bears are the worst team in football. They're 2-4, and four, I believe. You're 5-1. and one. You're going to go play there on Monday Night Football. And, you know, we'll be here all week, and we're going to build the film breakdowns and all that stuff, and we're going to get all that stuff to you. But we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it was bad. Refs were terrible. Uh, they were just so bad. Was that the reason why you lost? It played a part, but no. You lost this on your own. You really, really did. Andrew, are you guys going to the Niners-Vikes game? You bet your rear end we are. I'm not missing two weeks in a row. Uh, that ain't happening. Yeah, we've got a party the night before um, at the Union Rooftop, downtown Minneapolis. So Sunday night, 2 to 5, we've got a rally party there, which is going to be a blast. And then we've got the tailgate set up for you guys. All you can eat and drink um, from the purple lot. We're going to start early. It's a Monday night football game, so we'll be out there all day. Going to be an absolute blast. Yes, we will be there. So many giveaways, you can't even freaking count them. We're going to have a great time. So I hope that you guys come out. So lick your wounds. Niners are okay. Still in first place by more than one game. You know, we'll see what happens. Eagles just threw a pick. That's awesome. We can root against the Eagles, but I don't really care about the Eagles. I care about the Niners. And we got the Eagles on our schedule later on. This is all about the Niners stepping up to who we thought they were. And I think that we are still the best team in the NFL. I do believe that. You lost today. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. I hope you come hang out with us for our Zoom call. If you want to join us, the49ersrush.com. Uh, the Zoom link's already been posted up there. But that's going to do it for us today. The therapy is in session. Grab your beverage of choice. Watch some Sunday night football or come with us. You know, we'll be done right as Sunday night football starts, 4.30 p.m. You guys are the best. Clayton, I want to say thank you um, for producing this episode. And, hey, guys, like, like, look right here. I drink this crap every damn day. And I finish every damn show, and I've got this thing here. People made these for me. Look, look what it says. Like, I didn't make these. Amazing people like you guys made these and sent them to me. And it's a reminder of what I say and how I finish every single damn show. Sometimes it's bad. And sometimes it's not easy. But we're five and freaking one and in first place. We lost an easy one. We gave it away. Learn from it. Move on. But for all of you guys out there, be mad. It's okay to be mad. But above all else, stay strong, faithful. <laughs>